0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by it'd Ladbrokes.
0: Like it be a dirge, you know. It, it, it's so disappointed after the euphoria of last week. Uh, nevertheless, this is the Manchester United we've had to learn to become accustomed to. Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, just to remind you, we are sponsored by Ladbrokes, and you can get free bets if you go to bet dot com. My name's Eddie Nesta. Uh, Dan Riley is up with me. How are you doing?
1: I'm okay, Ed. Not uh, not too brilliant. Bit what sort it... of bit disappointed after yesterday. It was just a bit of a slight anticlimax after the brilliant comeback from the week before. You thought we might have kind of taken that momentum, brought that into this game, and hopefully brought that forward. But it was all a bit mm psychology is really important and up until Pogba scored
0: the two goals against Manchester City he was having a diabolical game a difficult game a challenging game and once you score that always goes away didn't we just go back actually mm. yesterday to the first half against
1: Manchester City last two games we've played one half a deep one decent half of football the rest of it has been exceptionally ordinary I will I will say one thing in in t- in trying to sort of not be too um, <laughs> football is very much fine lines and not not an excuse but we should have had a penalty and had we had that penalty it's one of those games where it could go the other way um, however we didn't get that penalty in in countless other games we've had decisions that we shouldn't have got um, but even though West Brom are bottom, the Premier League is one of those is one of those competitions where if you don't score early and get on top early, the longer the game goes on, the more the more the opposition feel buoyed and feel you're equal and I mean West Brom were very good yesterday there
0: yeah, have been our bogey team really we remember that what was it five all uh, Fergie's last game if my memory we mm. me right Lukaku, Lukaku was playing there
1: yeah
0: I just I don't, if you're playing at home after you've beaten man City okay getting ready for the match against Tottenham what did we play one, one strike was it to Lukaku why not why not go in there with pace why not attack them
1: I don't think the, the Lukaku, I think was criticized again. Yesterday, but the the whole system was completely against the way he we should set up when he's playing. There was there was no width. It was all trying to be through the middle, and you can't play that with him. And he was kept receiving the ball with his back to goal. He's got to get. You've got to play balls through for him. There was I think one time it was played through uh, a little pass from uh, Herrera. Unfortunately, he miscontrolled it. He'll get stick for that. I don't understand why. He's still young, um, but if you play, you can't you can't talk about him like that. He's
0: not the young Lukaku who Chelsea let go. He's not the developing Lukaku who was at Everton or the one that was at West Brom. We have spent ninety million pounds
1: on the I finished know, I know. article, but he's not the finished article. Well, he is plays he? every game. They but give him not, support, but he's not. Yeah, I, this is the problem. I think that the team. I mean, Alexis again yesterday. Strange performance. What, what um, is he exactly? I, what, I, I don't mean <laughs> it as facetiously as it sounds. No. What is he? Because you have got him and Mata now in the same game. Yeah. So what is he? Um, well, he's been playing sort of as a ten. Um, not quite sure exactly if Mourinho knows where to where to put him. Um, I think I was. I I have to say I was someone that sort of was excited by his signing. Kind of with hindsight now, it feels a little bit like, possibly he wasn't quite what we. Yeah, because required. what is it? Well, again, I'm going to ask you again. I don't
0: because if you if you look at him, he's not a Suarez, he's not a Tevez, he's not an Agüero. Mm. So you wouldn't look not in the way that he's set up against for Burnley United as an out and out striker. So I'll ask you again, what is he?
1: I, I think. His best position is probably on the left of a three, but we don't seem to have played that. I I think the problem at the moment is we Mourinho doesn't quite seem to know what, what his team, what his what his ideal starting lineup is. Or or Dan, sorry
0: to interrupt you, or he did a Guardiola and he thinks we're at home with lost what one game at home we've had clean sheets at home mm. we're nailed on to win it therefore I can play any flaming team I like
1: I getting the the defeat yesterday doesn't worry me as much as what worries me more looking forward is I just don't know if I don't know what our pattern of play is, I don't know what our style of play identity. is it seems a bit Ad hoc. It just seems like, I'll pick a team and out you go. I think he's very good at knowing how to set up a team to defend. I just don't know if he's that good at setting up a team to attack. Hence why, when we play the lesser teams, we've struggled. Our, our, our record against the good teams is good because the good teams, the stronger teams, uh, to use a better term, will attack us and hence the Arsenal game away, the 3-1. The they came at us. We were able to then counter-attack. Liverpool we have beaten. Um, Man City, we, Man beat City we beat last week. Um, when a team sets up just to stop us, as West Brom did yesterday, we always, always seem to struggle. Which is why I was surprised
0: that he doesn't go for Martial and Rashford. I mean, even if it's just to keep their morale yeah, up, the kids. I, I mean, agree. There are more and more stories in the papers about Rashford going. They don't happen by accident. There's something... More and more stories about Martial... It, it was going.
1: unusual. I thought yesterday would have been the perfect time to put either of them, either side of... Player three. Player three, either side, or even just play one of them and have one of them on the bench... Yeah, but it was interesting because technically
0: we had we had a kind of two-man holding midfield. I'm not sure where Pogba was supposed to be playing, but it looked like he was playing with Matic but so, and, and Mata and uh, Sanchez just in front. And then you've got the two, well, they're supposed to be wing-backs, but they're actually full backs weren't they, uh, in Young and Tito. So I got a bit confused as to exactly mm. what was going on where the goal how we were going to respond what was going to happen all the attempts at goal seemed to go the same place we didn't see Valencia try to run past anybody mm. he got to somebody
1: and stopped the crossing was the crossing was really poor the The crossing seems to be from strange positions almost aimless not aimless rather but, but too easy to defend against um if, if you're going to play a t- if a team like West Brom's coming and they're going to and you know they're going to sit then you have to have someone surely that's going to go in behind them and make the runs. and you know the, that was surely would have been Rashford
0: well you say that but there were so many times where it seemed to be Pogba Massa and Sanchez almost standing on each other's toes mm. they're like no, no space you, you're playing this ping pong thing but with no aim and no purpose. And having said all of that, it does make sense to me because what's the point in beating West Brom? We are top four, we're going to be in the top three and actually we will say be able to say we've progressed because we will have for the first time since Alex legitimately mm. qualified for the Champions League. And it is interesting, isn't it? Qualifying for the Champions League now, more important than winning... FA Cup sorry Europa Cup it's it's interesting how all of that Mm. works isn't it now I think that Mourinho has a definite he's got to get rid of a
1: lot of players I think I think I mean there's still there's still a lot of you know there's still a lot of players um, there that make up that comprise the squad that I don't think he's happy with um, Shaw's going do you want Rose let me give some deals for you
0: because you seem a little yeah. reticent today Shaw's going do you want Rose yes I, I, I mean so you well, that a straight I, swap for you I think 29 years old I or have also got the option on William 29 years old
1: yeah I, I think I said to you, William like um, <laughs> a, long ago. a long time well maybe not oh, that no. long ago um, Energy-wise, he doesn't ever stop trying, does he? You know why Tottenham wanted him there. It's, it's a strange one though, is because I, people, we talk about players, and we we seem to play so many systems and so many players in different positions. I don't quite know if if someone's coming in, like who's going where. That I think is the the problem with United. If you said, if you said about, if you said that Liverpool were going to lose um, Salah. They, you, you kind of feel that they bring in someone to replace Salah. Well, where they lost their
0: best player and got better as a team. Which means that a coach makes your team more than the sum of its individual mm. parts. I can't say how many players have been made better by employing Jose Mourinho. That's my worry. Yeah, and We'll get to that. We'll talk about players that perhaps stay and the ones that go... Uh, when we come right back. This is the Manchester United podcast. My name's Eddie, his name is Dan, and we'll be back after these.
1: This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrooks.
0: Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. Before we uh, go to talk about the game against Tottenham at their home ground, did I say that? No? <laughs> Before we talk about that, Let's finish off talking about what, what are inevitable changes. There are changes coming. We haven't seen Rojo this year. Darmi, and he clearly doesn't fancy. We know Luke Shaw's on his way because he's done everything to destabilise, demoralise that kid. Martial body language tells me I don't want to be here. I don't. I came in as a big shot, thirty million, nineteen year old, and I'm here at twenty two as a bit part player. And it doesn't look as though he fancies me to do the job that I wanna do. Young has got a contract for another year, but he isn't a long term future Matic matter, well he sold him once who's to say he won't sell him again. There'll be a lot of movement from Manchester United.
1: I think I think we're gonna to have to look at it in terms of realistically, who is he gonna who's he gonna be able to get out of the door and who's he who's he gonna be able to bring in. Um I still, I don't quite think the fat lady has sung for Martial. I still think that he could become the left-sided attacking force. So
0: I, I don't doubt it, but it looks to me like it, it, it won't I, be, it won't be
1: Mourinho's. to assume well, it is? I, I, I don't know about that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced. I still think we have a problem with width on the right. We never seem to play Valencia plays, but there doesn't seem to be much other width on the right hand side no matter who plays if it's if it's matter matters always kind of in. T- tucking in always there there doesn't seem to be much going on at that right i mean perisic was was wanted um whether or not there's going to be another possible because i think perisic is probably that ship has probably sailed now i think right sided um winger um midfielder um I think we're going to require another holding-type player to replace Carrick's position in the squad.
0: What about the boy from Tottenham now? I mean, I know I've talked to you about Danny Rose already. Uh, the, the boy, Dyer. The, no, the, the boy that can't get the contract, there, we have got an issue with his... What, what is his name? He can't get in there. He's a central defender. Oh, Aldeveld
1: Yes. Yeah, aldeveld I'd take in a heartbeat. Um, he's going to be very. I think he's very good. Um... I mean, who would go out? They, of... they want Luke Shaw, so you've yeah. got you've got. They
0: want him, but he's worked with him before at Southampton. Mm. Pochettino was going to want to work with kids because he can pay him a little less. Mm. Well, I suppose no, I say that Luke Shaw would have to take a cut in salary, wouldn't he?
1: Well, if Alderweireld comes in, um, who who replaces? Who does he replace in the squad? I
0: think that I think. I mean, my instinct tells me. It's not my choice. I'm just telling you what my instinct tells me that the manager fancies when he's fit Jones mm-hmm. ahead of Smalling.
1: Yes. So well, I'd so go with that. I'd, I'd go with if we were to have Jones, um, Bailey, um, new defender Alderweireld, for example, and Lindelof. I'd be happy with that as a quartet. Would you um, take the
0: boy back for some Yes, absolutely.
1: Ready? I take him back in the squad. Um, he should certainly be back in the squad. I think he can offer an alternative at full-back because Damien seems to be Isn't out of he? favour. He's, he's out of um, so we don't really have... Because uh, Darmian's also always been playing at left-back. Right. Well, you got, you've got rid of Damien. You've Damien of is Damien short and small in goal and sure you
0: got rid of three then you've done well that's a few quid <laughs> <laughs> it is a few quid yeah. I mean that's the way he's going well, to look at it in his second spell at Chelsea he got more money and then he, 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 he the he, other
1: the it. other player to remember is um, Tuazabe or Tuanzibi Yep, yeah. sorry um, he's looked very good um, in the times he's sort of come in and stepped in Will he be given... You know, yeah, will he, he be him, given...
0: McTominay, those guys, we don't know, yeah. do we? Because people come in for a minute, yeah. they look like they're going to... Yanazai, you know, we've had a few... Where's he, few. by the way? Well, he went to Sunderland and he's now he's now gone somewhere else. Yeah. He's not in England anymore. It's amazing. That's how quickly it changes. And I'm guessing that at some point, Marshall's agent, Rashford's agent's going to go, we can get you a game. We can mm. get you a game in a top eight club. They They, they would take you in a heartbeat with the kind of money that's going for you know the kids now what's Rashford worth what's Martial worth they're worth good money mm. so if he doesn't fancy him let him go Pogba I mean he doesn't seem to fancy
1: Pogba worth good money you know there are a
0: lot of players there that are worth good money
1: uh, there's I mean what do you think about there's been talk of Bale isn't there I for me I think shouldn't I think that shouldn't think go is, near this is, him this is,
0: this, is, this is my instinct is that that conversation has been going over two or three years mm. now Bayer will see any move from Real Madrid back to back Champions League winners, he will see any move from there as a downward move I hate to say it, I still think of our club as being the biggest club in the world but as we're just mm. about to qualify for the first time in 5 or 6 legitimately for the Champions League against a team that's won back to back Champions League, we don't really compare, yeah. but with an ageing Ronaldo at 33 they're going to have to rebalance
1: their team and they're going to have to do it with yeah. people like. Him. I'd, I'd probably take an aging Ronaldo, <laughs> at thirty-three. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, just amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm half, I'm half joking, but, I mean, I remember a few years ago when we were linked with him, and people were going, "Oh, he's too old. He's too old." When when Moyes was was linked with him, people were saying he's too old. And then we I mean, he brought just, an
0: even older Ibrahim it, Ibrahim has scored 30-odd goals, mate. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're talking about he's not got the blistering pace anymore, but he will sit, he will sit at the head of a diamond and, and put, do what you want.
1: But I don't... I, I, I don't think it's... At the back is our problem, Eddie. I think the problem is... Creative we midfield? Don't, we don't know. We don't, we don't have... I don't think we have um, a player that can pick the ball up and break the lines well we do actually we have Pogba but he doesn't seem to be have been given that freedom I, my, I wonder whether Pogba just needs to be given total freedom of any defensive midfield responsibility how do you and played much him? further forward how
0: do you do that when in the team is a man earning £400,000 a week and who is a talisman but gives the ball away 30 times every game mm. You can't have two players doing that. Sanchez and Pogba Pogba's your box-to-box midfielder. I accept mm. it, and when he plays, properly, he plays like a boss, controls the game mm. in the way that.
1: Well, to he's not, we've not we've yet we've yet. I I've seen, in defence of Pogba, I've seen Pogba dominate games more for us than Sanchez has so far. I've seen Sanchez dominate those games for Arsenal. He's still yet to do that for us. I'm um, and I'm gonna I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not getting on his back because I think he still needs. You still have to kind of. Can keep they in...
0: play in the same team? Is the question. Dan. Yes, I think they can. Because he's going to have. In order for Manchester United to come anywhere near giving Man City a challenge next year, mm. they are going to have to find a way to play in the same team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay, so look. Let's look ahead to uh, Tottenham Hotspur, who will be uh, playing. Apparently, we're in the home dressing room. <laughs> they're in the airway well, why didn't we play that at If I don't know but uh, 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 the pressure's on both teams isn't it I mean both teams I mean you've got three, uh, three teams in there who desperately not want to need to win it Chelsea need to win it Man United need to win it and Tottenham need to win I it
1: I mean strangely the pressure seems to be all on us if you uh, because we're a big team Tottenham darling darlings of the media as I like to call them Tottenham um They, you know, I think if if Tottenham were to lose the semi final and still get top four, they would, you know, that would be considered a good season for them.
0: I think on one level, but I think that everybody must be aware of a pricing structure that sees Daniel Levy earning six million pounds a year, probably around or just over what Harry Kane as one of the top strikers in Europe. They will have seen Carl Walker leave there as a 28-year-old, go to Man City for big money, earn double the money that he was earning, and now be part of winning mm. definitely a double this year in terms of what's going on. The, you know, the dressing room will be like anywhere else. A double, of, a double
1: of sorts, I'll say.
0: It's a double, it's not the double. I accept, no. I accept that, but um, we'd take that, wouldn't
1: we? We would, we would.
0: Um I think... Danny Rose wants to go. We all know it. Yeah. You know, how long are they going to keep Christiansen there for? When's uh, Harry going to go, well, you know, I'm one of your own, but actually, I'm not winning anything here. There's no expectation of us to win anything.
1: Well, it would be interesting. I mean, if we... If we lose, obviously, the pressure will heap on Mourinho. They will be questions asked. However, the fact is... We have, we have got better. Yes, we have got better. Yeah. Now, best of the rest. It's it, the 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 problem is, I think a lot of poor ish performances in terms of style have overshadowed the points tally. Um, I think we've been so spoilt pre pre Moyes, you know, anything Fergie is. That people sort of, I think maybe, have lost sight of the fact that other so teams constantly
0: evolving. Other, games, other
1: teams have got better, have but also down the years, other teams have ground out victories. You, you, you. That kind of happens. I am um, sure it happens. You know, we have we, when we watch our own team, we don't have the encyclopedic knowledge of other teams, so we kind of tend to maybe live in a. Slightly fantasy land that everyone else is playing amazing football all of the time when they're they're not. They're, they're you know we kind of see match of the day and we think it's all um, it's it's all at that level all the time and it's not. I think we have to we have to realise there is a there is a transition period. Um, I think this is this season so we're is we're five or six years into it. No, now. but we're into we're only two years into Mourinho is what I'm saying and he did win a Europa League and a League Cup we are still in the FA Cup if we win on Sunday I mean if he brings the FA Cup you can't, you can't say he hasn't but he think, hasn't done a good I job I think
0: it's style over substance I don't think I think everybody would say yes he's progressive or
1: substance over style even
0: well no well yeah I suppose but they want to see us playing I think they'd be happy like, for us to come 5th if we like, nobody complains about the way Liverpool play. They have an identity. They are exciting, and just forget for a second they're in the semi-final of the Champions League.
1: But they would, Eddie. They would be complaining if they weren't in the Champions League. You think so? A hundred percent, they would. Okay. You, you, you. I've heard, I've heard Liverpool fans arguing that you know Klopp hasn't won enough. I mean, it's this is the fine line. Football is such on a fine line these days. If you, you know, if if. If Liverpool go out to City in the Champions League, then the rest of their season is is essentially battling for a fourth place. They still might go out. Ch- Chelsea and Arsenal would take that. Chelsea and Arsenal, of course, would take that.
0: <laughs> They'd take that. You have got six clubs battling for four positions.
1: It doesn't work. Not everybody can. But if we see. if we beat Tottenham, if we beat Tottenham, and we get to the FA Cup final, um, then I think the. And we come second. I think, for me, the only major criticism, and, and I'm even talking about if we lose the cup final, because I mean it's like, you know, if you get to a cup final, it's yeah, and you lose it, it's any you know it's anyone's game on the day. The big criticism I would level at Mourinho is severe the Sevilla game. I think that was I just think and, it was a the, massive the first game against it's both, but and I, I think they were a massive ricks. I also think to an extent the Man City game at home. I think we well, were well, we were that, two
0: that was, that was two one, was it? I think it's we were Liverpool we we done the four ones before that. But, but the, the, way way we went, stopped,
1: the way we went the way we went the way we set up. I think and I think that the, that what he has to know, what he has to learn from is that sometimes you have to get on the front foot, and I think that's what United fans. I don't think are stupid enough to realise you you yeah. go hell for leather every game because not even Fergie did that in the later years. But you have. There are games when you have to go for it, and the Sevilla game. I mean, look how the Champions League has opened up. If we'd have won, if if we'd have just got through that game, who knows? It, and I hope, I hope that he's learned from that and realised sometimes you have to play you have to be less cautious. But he is. He is. By his default, he is a cautious man. And I think that's that's what you pay. When you get when you get a character like him, and let's face it, people talking about getting rid of him, who do you bring in? I just at the moment I just don't know who you bring in. That's why I think you have to stick with him and see what happens in the third season. Can he bring in the required personnel that he believes can take us further forward and compete the city. We'll, you know, we'll see. Will we win against Tottenham? I in a way I'm glad we lost the league game against Tottenham because I think in the in in the if we'd have won that game, we might have gone into this game being a little bit too cocksure, thinking we've got their number. Hopefully, Mourinho has a plan for them because he is very good at coming up with ways of beating teams in in a way that Benitez was very good at doing that with Liverpool when Liverpool almost became a bit of a cup team um, he would always have something and and let's see if he's got something for Tottenham because I went to the game up there and we weren't actually that bad funnily enough but the, the er the early goal killed us um, it was it was it was, a, it was a it was a strange one. I mean, when you yeah. concede after 20 seconds, yeah. it's it's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a strange situation. Um, I think I think it'll be interesting to see what he plays. It's whether or not, at the end of the day, pardon the cliche, it's whether those players are up for it. And, and they were up for it in the second half against City. I sometimes feel we have to be knocked back to, to, to knock down to get up I, I Palace be, yeah. the Palace game was a perfect example where as soon as we we went behind in that game we started to play
0: yeah
1: I think and it's great. like we, we, we need some, we need to be we need to be poked and prodded and goaded into playing the way we can play
0: well, let's hope the uh, stick has worked on the beer uh, and we will be uh, doing the business to Tottenham Hotspur because I can't take the uh, Absolute mourning that I'd receive if we lost to them. Dan, uh, listen, magnificent Matt, as always. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Until next week, so it's uh, semi-finals of the FA Cup, Manchester United versus Tottenham-Wattspur. Until we see you next week, come on you Reds.
2: This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes.